Hello and welcome to Odd Spots. My name is Ryan Mullen and this is my show where I talk to people in a different place every time. On this episode, I talked with Jeff Davis. We talk animation, we talk roasting, we talk it all. It's all talked about here, so just get ready to hear it all. We did this episode at Images on Bank, thanks to a good buddy of mine, the guy who designed the logo for this show, previous guest, Jared Harrison. Thank you, Jared and his family. His uncle, who owns the shop now, was his grandfather's store, and uh, it's got some great art. I'm sure in the future I'll be getting some of my framing done there. And uh, insert music here. I'm here with Jeffrey Davis. Jeff, where are we? What does it look like? And what are the sounds we might be hearing on this episode? Hello, we are in images. Uh, There is a spectrum of color in front of me. Behind me, there are some lovely art prints, very expensive tin tin posters. 79 bucks. 79 bucks. I just heard someone call that a racist comic. Is it racist or are there just like some racist elements in it? I think some of the cultures that are shown in the comics are stereotypical. Okay. But uh, for the time, I think it's not so bad. Okay. I only watched the show, though. Okay. I remember seeing some of the comics in school, like reading them, but uh, I could barely read French at the time. I'm sure I was just yeah. looking at the images. I couldn't read a word. <laughs> yeah. Did you take any, any French in school? The ones that they made the, okay. me take, like, after grade nine. I'm like, I'm done. Yeah, right. Then I moved here, and I'm like, ah, I guess I could need it once in a while. Where were you living at that time that you didn't think you oh, needed? Napanee. Okay. So, yeah, you don't need anything okay. in Napanee. Okay. I, I was from uh, Montreal, and so I was like, I should take French immersion. Yeah, you, yeah with but... you it makes sense. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. You should immerse yourself. Yeah, and then came to Ottawa, and I was like, you know, going to high school, I am not very good at French. Uh, at learning in French, like learning all these concepts like math and science and history that I was like, I'm going to get out of French immersion going to high school, and hopefully I'll be a better student. There, is math that different? Is there French numbers? Just like the way they're explained, like I'm sure, like yeah, there's definitely yeah, the female numbers, male numbers, yeah, yeah. okay. (laughs) So I want to start with you, uh, with Jared. Jared is the the reason that we're in this place right now. His family owns this place, so thanks for uh, shout out to Jared's family for letting us in here. But uh, when I was living with Jared, he I found out that one of my mutual friends with you was him, and I was like, oh, Jared, how how do you know Jeff? And he explained that you guys work together at Big Jump, but you were one of the choir guy, quieter guys. And I, I connect to that being like uh, sometimes when I've gone out and I'm with my friends, some of them are a bit louder. And then someone's like, oh, yeah, he does stand up. And they're like, what? Like people are shocked. What do you think that is? Like it, is it easier to speak to a, a room of strangers sometimes or is it the structure that, that you like? I think it's the office structure. I do okay. not – I cannot survive in that type of area. I do not like offices. Mm. I just tense up. I go in and do my work. I was I was a quiet guy. Like you know me from comedy, I'm not that quiet. Like no, I, I yeah. can I can talk with people, but I don't. There's something about just being in the office. Hmm. I just don't like it there. I just want to go there, do my job, yeah, and leave. And so has being an animator during the pandemic been like the dream of like not leaving your house and just getting to draw at home? Like is that what you imagine as a kid to be? Like, oh, that'd be so sweet. No man, no. no? Animation's nothing. I thought it would be. Hmm. Um, I stuck with it. I like it. I don't know if it's the thing I'll be okay, doing until really? the day I die. Okay. I really don't. But Because um, it's just so hard, like all those different frames. Like what are you doing in animation specifically? I'm like mostly a character animator. Okay. So it's like, you know, um, 
digital kind of cutout animation. Mm-hmm. Okay. You can probably tell from most shows are like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm just moving, like, yeah, I'm just posing out the character. Mm-hmm. If the character's got to reach up for something, I'll lift that arm. Yeah. I'll put in all the, the weight that you put in. Behind whatever the, the moving force is. Like, you're yeah. kind of like, and you're, you're like, I've heard it described as like, you're kind of like the actor. Like, you have to describe, like, how yeah. would I walk? Or how would yeah. the, the character They walk? encourage me to, like, have a mirror and make faces. I never do that. You I probably make, should. Yeah. It would, but, might help. Yeah, it might help. Okay. And what is the thing that you're like, you didn't realize? Was it just the repetition of the same thing? Is that the stressor? Well, when I was a kid, mm-hmm. when I said I want to be a cartoonist or an yeah. animator, what I meant, what I didn't know what I meant was, I want to make shows i want to be a, the lead writer yeah and creative yeah, a force show. yes a universe of yeah. your own yeah yeah you do a lot of the drawings because like, you produce some shows like a poor boy and so you do like the posters for that like is that kind of like something like oh i get to design these different characters of audience members or comedians yeah that's just fun yeah i yeah. used to draw the comedians heads all on the poster that actually looked a, like them it was a caricature okay. yeah wow some were meaner than others <laughs> okay. it just comes out that way some people just yeah. have a more cartoonish cartoonish face some people certain features that are just yeah bigger that you can really play out in a drawing yeah like i think tavis once said like he saw his picture and someone told him whoever drew that really has something against you and i'm (laughs) like oh that's not what i meant but yeah dang do you think people like how often are people getting really upset like characters they see and like don't pay the the artist on like the side of the beach when they're like like do you think that's a big common like thing of fights happen after seeing well, the caricature? I, there was a book I had once or borrowed once was a caricaturist and all the caricatures in it were the rejected ones he did for commissions oh, and boardwalks. Really? People okay. yes, were offended. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> and that's kind of why I like that too because I do a lot of roasting mm-hmm. and caricatures are kind of the roasting of cartooning. Yeah, yeah. Because you just take. The one part of the face that they probably feel very insecure about, yeah. and blow it up, and yeah. then make them ride a scooter for some reason. Yeah, it's even worse. Yeah. You don't want to be ugly riding a scooter. No. <laughs> I know that one of your, I, I'd say one of the, maybe one of your biggest comedian influences is like John Panette, right? Yeah, when I was a kid, I remember he was on Just for Laughs all the time and. I had a friend that also liked him a lot, and I just couldn't really get into him. Like, what what was the what were some of your favorite jokes of his? Oh God, just anything really. Everything made me laugh. I mean, his big buffet bit—that's what was on just for laughs, and that's what okay. I knew him as a kid. I didn't see his specials until I, like later okay. on DVD. But there's just something about like self-deprecating, but being completely silly mm-hmm. and not being hard on yourself. You're just being silly okay. about your problems, and it's just. And he was like just likable, even when he screamed and stuff. I just, I just like, I like silliness. I embrace silliness. I like stuff like that. And would you say like I know it's hard to like quantify like what's more of an influence, but like like Looney Tunes, like cartoons. Obviously, like you you got into animation. Like, like what's what do you think is like a bigger source of like of comic? Do you learn more from like physical humor? Do you think like watching his stand up was really like oh yeah, I actually really like the way he's telling the story in, in in that sense. So I guess it has to be the comic. It's it's mm-hmm. it's the words that I find mm-hmm. funny because okay. my favorite animated shows, like adult animated shows, have really bad animation. Yeah, like you're a big fan of like King, King of the Hill, like, right? Well, yeah, that animation is just like more realistic. Okay, but I mean like home movies, Doctor okay. Cats, Life and Times of Tim, uh, actual, just really just poorly bad. drawn. Okay, conversation heavy. Type okay. Of stuff. Just because I remember showing King of the Hill to some people and then being like, yeah, it's not like your classic like shiny yeah. Simpsons. Yeah, it's not something. cartoony at all. Mm-hmm. It would be. More hell real. to animate. Yeah. yeah. It would be hell to like animate a truck turning and moving and someone getting out of it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
some of um, my friends that were working at Big Jump were complaining when they first saw that they were going to have to work on uh, animals because they didn't like the style of that. And I looked into it and I'm Loved like, I, I looked and I saw all the different comedians and I'm like, I don't care what it looks like. Mm-hmm. As a fan, I'm I'm pretty sure with all these people connected, I'm going to be laughing. So I really don't care. Yeah, I loved it because it was easy. Mm-hmm. And also it's like, hey, this is Horatio Sands. And I get yeah. to animate him as a, I think, a pigeon. Okay. Or yeah. a rat. And uh, yeah, Laura La- Lauren Lapkus yeah. was a little pigeon. That was fun. Yeah, cool. Uh, ben Schwartz, I think, was also a pigeon. I did a lot of pigeon <laughs> a lot of stuff. A couple rats. Yeah, nice. That's I haven't watched all of that, but I've seen, and I know those are some of the, like the, the classic recurring episodes. And mm-hmm. yeah, those... Yeah, I really liked. I should watch more of it now that I have Grave back. Yeah, was yeah. there a, a specific part of that like that you you love the most that you're like, oh, I, or just the people you named? I think it's just animating and scrubbing through the audio and being like, oh, that's this person. Yeah, before it's ever. And coming sometimes out, yeah, I'm listening to a podcast yeah. that has them on it. Yeah, it's just like I'm listening to both voices at once. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, that's super cool. Does like sometimes I I feel like. One of the things that like, I haven't done stand up in a little bit, but like I just know my feeling on like day of doing stand up where I just like feel really nervous. Depending on how long I've 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 done it in between, do you feel like having like anxiety helps you prep because it makes you just like focus on what you're going to say? How how far before a show do you know what your lineup is going to be? Oh, I know. Like I just have my ten minutes. Okay. And if they want six, I'll just take out the end. Okay. Yeah, I, I used to when I first started. I I just I memorized word for word, cadence for cadence. Mm-hmm. Which isn't the best way because it'll sound rehearsed. Yeah. And, and people now can that I, be interrupted and Yeah. That. Now that I just I just go on knowing what the words are, but mm-hmm. I'm less nervous mm-hmm. so I can just breathe for a minute, mm-hmm. say a couple things off the top, and I'm just okay. Have you ever listened to anything before to get pumped up? I've never listened to a song, but No, I've seen like I've seen one guy shadow boxing <laughs> for a show and I was just <laughs> yes. like, Ugh yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> like if you if you wanna like that's a different I, energy. I, I than guess I've listened to music before a show, but okay. not. I don't, I'm not like a punching and like, <laughs> yeah, looking in the mirror. But yeah, I'm gonna beat this audience mm-hmm. up if they don't like. Me. I just kind of sit there. The biggest thing is just stay out of my head for the show. Mm-hmm. Once the show starts and other comics are going up, mm-hmm. I try really hard to, to watch and not think about my act because mm-hmm. that always just ruins everything. I just got to sure. be in the moment. Yeah, having a good time. Remember the opening line, and maybe hopefully from there you'll get the yeah, rest. Yeah, my thing is just say one thing about the night that's unique to the night. Mm. The audience always loves that, or roast the host. That yeah. always works. I've heard you describe a roast as a mean riddle, and I thought that was like a really great way of putting that. It is because you have all the ingredients right mm-hmm. there. All you have to do is figure out a way to put it together, and it's beautiful. Right where we got a person. Mm-hmm. And all, and it's like, okay, like you say, I want to write a joke about this. It's like a could, the spectrum of anything. It could just, you have to be very specific when thinking of a joke. But it's like, okay, this person, mm-hmm. they're short. Let's say they're, they're short. They're weird. They have something going on here, something like this. They did this. Mm-hmm. I write all that down. I write what's connected to that. I write references connected to that. I have a big list of things. Yeah. Then I'm like, and then I just, I don't know. No, that that's a it is like a riddle. I'm just yeah. writing out like a it's like a puzzle. Yeah, that's really interesting. I find I've been nervous to go on a roast because it's the combo of both sides. I'm like nervous of like what people might say, and then also I don't want to be too mean. But like, yeah, I know you you are very kind, even though you're a great roaster. One time at Swizzles before going up, I had already been on the show, and you're like, hey, do you mind if 
I roast you. I'm, I want to practice for the <laughs> upcoming roast. And I was like, oh, yeah, like, thanks so much. Like, I was so, yeah. Such a, like, and then you went up and made fun of me for something that I was like, oh, yeah, that's funny. And oh, my good. friends laughed. And I was like, wow, like, it's kind of like a, a Weird Al thing where like, Weird mm. Al is parodying somebody, but he always asked right before he would like get, do the parody. Yeah, yeah. I don't always ask. <laughs> yeah. I did back then, I guess. That's <laughs> yeah. nice. Yeah, because, yeah, like, yeah, I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. Mm-hmm. I just like mean humor. Yeah. I don't like actual meanness. I don't mm-hmm. want to watch like violent videos or like people i i can't watch cringe videos no my friend wants to watch cringe compilations i can't do it <laughs> i can't watch that stuff so i don't like embarrassing or hurting people i just think mean humor is fun and i think you know and you know what when i want to roast it's like you need people to roast so yeah. i kind of have to roast the comics around me yeah yeah you know do you remember any like your favorite roasts about you <sighs> yeah i just don't want to butcher them okay um well the one I uh, lost recently at Dirty Bird, I lost the Wafik. Oh, really? Wafik Nasrallah. I'm sure all the audience knows. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. This is veteran of comedy. Yeah, <laughs> he's probably listening right now. Definitely, <laughs> hey Wafik. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he said something. I wish I could remember the wording because wording is very important. Mm-hmm. But what it is, and of course, as the listeners should also know, I'm a big fella. Mm-hmm. We switched chairs. <laughs> we did. I sweat a lot. So what Wafik said essentially was Jeff sweats a lot or Jeff is so wet as a way to transition to living on land. Okay. And yeah, yeah I think that won the audience over. Wow. So that okay. was a good one. Yeah. Okay. Usually whenever I've asked anybody that, they just have no idea because it's just like it's all such a blur, but maybe that's just happened recently. Um, somewhat recently. Okay. Early this year, I think, January. Okay, okay. And also it was my first roast battle loss, so Oh really? And also he got me good with that one. So <laughs> I, it that one sticks. Yeah. The good ones really stick. Yeah. The first roast battle loss. How many have you been in? Uh, not many, like four or five. Hey, that's yeah. a, a lot that you're winning. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's sweet. What what have been your, your prizes? Is there, is there a prize or just just the glory? <laughs> I don't think there's been any prizes. No, okay. One was for Poor Boy, which me and Dylan run. Yeah. So we don't give out prizes. Yeah. I think we made a trophy. I found a yeah, trophy okay. in Valley Village. And then you took it after you got your. I did. And like, I got to take this home. Yeah. But fortunately, Mike Tamafi won the next one. And hopefully, oh. he has it nestled in his Vancouver apartment. Yeah. What is, like, did you, uh, what were some of the things that you didn't anticipate when you started producing a show? Like, had, had you ever done it? Have you, had you ever produced anything before that? In that type of way? Nothing of like a live show, no, no. And what are some stuff that you're like, oh, this is just never, just all the people you have to deal with? Like, what? It's just like when I ask for like a spot, mm-hmm. you ask for a spot in Facebook mm-hmm. and they say spot. Yeah. Uh, some people just feel inclined to DM me like we're like close. Okay. When we're like not. Yeah. It's like, hey, buddy. I'm like, hey, person. Yeah. It's like, that's, that's for a spot. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Like there's people who like, you know, See, maybe the clubs don't want them doing a lot of shows, and don't maybe they don't want to say oh, it out loud. Out public, yeah. That hasn't been an issue in a while, but okay. maybe I'm being curmudgeonly, but I don't know. It's just like, don't DM me. <laughs> yeah, that's not something you appreciate. Okay. Yeah. Hmm, yeah, I'll have to reactivate my Facebook account to see some of those because <laughs> I haven't been on for a little bit. It's not like it's a thing that happens all no, the no, time. No, no, yeah. no. And like, I wouldn't see those DMs. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. I'll be happy to share them. It's not annoying. It's just like... <laughs> I, I struggle to think of something that bugs yeah, yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, but that's the, just the biggest <laughs> and thing. And that's probably it. Whenever I've, like, for the most part, whenever I see, like, whenever I would see somebody on Facebook that wrote something in the comedy group, you were, like, the first person to reply with, like, something, like, witty, too. Like, do you, 
it's just so fast. And when we were in like a writing session with Andrew Rambo, I felt like you were like helping people like coming up so fast. Are you just saying the first thing that comes to your head or are you actually just taking the time to be like, is this actually good? If it's a Facebook comment, I'll mull it That's, over. Okay, you will. And there have been many times where I delete it immediately. Oh, okay. Yeah. But the thing with Facebook is I made a promise to myself. Mm-hmm. Never be serious on Facebook. Okay. Ever. Ever yeah. about anything. Hmm. People complaining about politics on Facebook. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. People like being serious on the Ottawa Comedy Facebook thing. Mm-hmm. Ever just getting together being like, this is how you should run a room. Ah, whatever. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I just, I just always, I just, it's for fun. I want to, you know, mm-hmm. make a little fun and. I think that's a good mindset, but I know some people that do try to get political on there and then they get upset by seeing all the cats and dogs and Wordle and then it's just like, well, that's what they want to do on there and you want to do this and maybe go find a different thing. Yeah, because Facebook is dying. It's for old, Mm -hmm. angry people. Yeah. It's not serious. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, But moving over from Facebook to YouTube, I'd like to talk about your YouTube channel, Boinky333 which has over 3 million views across all of the <laughs> yeah, videos so you like have. Yeah, it's like 2007. Yes, yes. And you have things like YouTube poop on there. Oh, I made some old YouTube poops with Window Movie Maker. Oh, How embarrassing. Really? <laughs> so first, I'd like, could you please describe what YouTube poop is? And I noticed you, um, some of your YouTube poop videos have the comments disabled. If, if you can explain some of the reasons why. They do? Oh, you don't even know that. Maybe I just assumed you chose that. I don't think that was me. Okay, so first, can you describe what YouTube poop is? Okay, YouTube poop. YouTube poop is a kind of a a YouTube internet kind of group. Not a group. It's a you can make. It's a thing where you take a piece of old media. Mm-hmm. It started with Hotel Mario cutscenes and old Mario cartoons and stuff like was that. Was that the Mario? What's Hotel Mario? It's uh, remember the CDI. It was no. like a. It was like a Nintendo licensed out really bad Mario and Zelda games. Okay. Do you know those bad, poorly animated Zelda cutscenes? Oh, yes. I think so. Yeah. Okay. So, That's like, they that. take that and they just edit it to repeat things to make it loud. Yeah. To make it sound like they're saying something else. Okay. And uh, um, sometimes it's funny. Most of the times it's horrible. Yeah. And I kind of got in early. All I had was Windows Movie Maker. Yeah. And I think I made an Ed at an Eddie one and a Muppet Treasure Island one. Yeah, nice. I made some other ones in my old account, but that got deleted because I was making Futurama poops and they <laughs> got rid of my, uh, so I was, I was Boinky 3-3 and I added a three. <laughs> that's not fucking around that. with Fox. Yeah. Interesting. And so you have no idea why those comments would be turned off. Like, what kind of things were you seeing? Like, I'm guessing like a lot of your videos, like you have one video, I think your most popular one, it has, I checked yesterday, the Woody head, Head's Woody spin has 569,000 views. Yeah, that's just that scene of Woody spinning his head around yeah. when Sid, he's talking to Sid. <laughs> yeah. And I just put, you spin me right around like a record baby. Yeah. And that's like a 20 second long video. Where is this being shared? 4chan? Like where? Wh- Probably. Yeah. Right? Probably. It was back then when 4chan was still a bigger thing. Okay. And it's, you know, it's Woody spin. Remember meat spin? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is of just course. a version of so that. So I just called it that. So, yeah. I, yeah. so that type of thing in certain parts of the internet would just get I got to tell you, them. I totally forgot about Woody spin <laughs> yeah. until you told me about it. Like, oh, yeah. That's so interesting. Like something I got, I checked your channel. It's like the most popular thing. And it's just it just was a random thing that you had no idea. It's not what. even well edited. <laughs> it doesn't need to be for it's something like this, right? Horrible quality video. It's <laughs> YouTube was something else in the mid 2000s. I mean, didn't it start in 2007? Five. Sure. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And you were yeah, 
right there at the beginning. Yep. I'm so <laughs> and it came out right when I graduated high school. I'm so glad we didn't have I didn't have like when you were younger YouTube when I was things. younger. It would still be on there. Yeah. Like I have stuff there when I was you know, early twenties that I'm cringing at. So mm-hmm. if I was twelve Yeah. Oh God. I did have YouTube when I was in my early early years and so when i went to rockland to film with my french friends i we filmed six videos with my little video camera put them all on the internet and they're just titled whatever the skit was most of it was like improv one of them you don't realize what a title what how much a title matters it was called shark attack pool and it was just one person being a shark the other people being humans and then they got them and it was just dumb kids playing and that got like seven eight hundred thousand views because people were looking for shark attacks <laughs> in a pool <laughs> in and, a pool and then they would find ours a little sketch a little sketch sketch with like full of improv like, it's just horrible i'm on camera because my camera I don't, I don't have a tripod i'm all shaky people are like being so mean in the comments but then they're like we want to see a real shark attack i hope you guys all really die by by sharks and then the people are like they're just kids having fun and, and it was just an interesting dynamic with the back and forth YouTube in the comments, comments. Just, there's something about YouTube comments, because everyone watches YouTube, mm-hmm. but it seems like the only people that comment, I got a problem. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like to scroll down after you watch it, instead of continuing or going to the next thing, they're like, what do other people in this community have to say about this? And yeah, you find some very, yeah, what, what are some things you found in some of your videos? Are just like memes? like On comments? Yeah, yeah. What kind um, of like things well, I you... had this thing, I made a lot of them, where I would just find the TV intro, the that had a instrumental opening. Yes. And I would sing new theme song lyrics mm-hmm. for them. And it would be and it was intentionally stupid. It would be yeah. like home like home improvement. He's improving his home. Yeah. I'll just name the the show over and over again. Yeah. And that pissed off some people. And then I just I, I just think- commented like like I was really good at it. Yeah. And they don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. And they just believed me. Yeah. Even yeah, though they know you're a silly guy based mm-hmm. off of the song. They In some shows people are really pissed. <laughs> um I think Stargate SG one, some people are really mad. What was your tune for that? Oh god, like I just I don't even remember you, the tune to Stargate. I never okay. watched it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, because like you don't even know all the shows. You just no, find the intro. I find the intro and then I do it like I've just barely know i just barely know the show i just yeah. know the synopsis barely yeah. and i just yell the name of the show yeah you you're very musical on that channel you have like so many different music things like i have a list here of all the different you got the new theme song lyrics songs of the presidents jd fresh jimmy <laughs> so many different things you're so musical yeah have you ever done music on stage like have you ever, would, would you do something like that not really and nothing like because this is like its own internet if we're gonna talk thing. about jd fresh which is the most embarrassing part okay of my, whatever you want to call this started in high school when we had coffee houses and oh. i would do acapella raps funny raps really god so you were god. doing it on stage yeah you oh just... <laughs> yeah oh and i sold cassette tapes for like five bucks really under the name jd fresh jd fresh interesting oh. some of those um some of those videos have like your friends laughing in the background what's like the percentage of those being pre-written versus like improv that you all the jimmy stuff is some of the old, some of it is with other people, but it's mostly just me and my one friend on a guitar. Okay. And we just improvise things all yeah. night. And nice. then we cut out the stuff that's kind of funny. Yeah, okay. And we make albums. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's Jimmy is my band. We've okay. never done live music because my friend would said he's too embarrassed okay. to do it. <laughs> okay. 
but kind of like going back to what we we're talking about with titles, your songs of the president series, obviously those have a lot of views because all the American kids that have to search up the president and then you start singing basically like the, uh, the, the TV shows where you sing their name over and over. Basically to a different genre of music. To a different genre yeah. every time. I do every try to do every genre. I did like um, John F. Kennedy was a country song. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to remember. George Washington was kind of like a kind of like a club song. Yeah, yeah. And and in those comment sections, I saw some people were like, "My teacher played this." In yes, class. I got a few of those. That's <laughs> that actually makes me very happy. Yeah, that's cool. A bunch of kids <laughs> sat around listening to that part of class just because. Yeah, it's just titled something that all these children have to like look up and learn about. Was that at all planned in any way, or is did, maybe you just found out after you did the first couple? Honestly, it came from sitting in the back of animation class and my friend Ben, for some reason, I don't know how it came, but for some reason, he just started snapping his fingers going, Jimmy Cotta, Jimmy Cotta. <laughs> and I just got an idea. I'm like, I should just do that. Yeah. You should. Every single one. Jimmy Cotta, Jimmy Cotta. I'm sure it was intended to troll, but not mm-hmm. really because I don't want to like actually, like I said with roast, I don't want to actually bother people. I just mm-hmm. thought they'd be like, this is fun and stupid. Mm-hmm. I thought people could just catch on that I'm intentionally being stupid. But yeah. I don't know. <laughs> they think everything is serious. Yeah, there's like s- people who just comment cringe. And I'm like, you think I don't know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it is weird when I intentionally say something stupid. And I, when I'm hanging out with my friends, they know what I'm doing. And that's why they might laugh. But then I'm with someone who doesn't know me very well. And I was like, oh, this guy is kind of dumb. <laughs> is there nothing worse than a comic who treats what you say so technically even if they know it's a joke well tactic oh shut up <laughs> yeah those yeah sometimes something is like, yeah, just weird stuff about comedy rooms where you're like yeah we're there for jokes and that's the point but then also sometimes serious sub- subjects come up and, yeah and it's like how do you deal with that if it's done in a funny way you're like oh nice job if it's done forward everyone's like oh it, back, exactly your friend not wanting to see the cringe and be part of yeah yeah but i think if, like if you just own it and just be like we are stupid and we're acting mm-hmm. stupid It'll be fun. You know, he just plays the guitar. <laughs> yeah. He's the guitarist of the band. But one of your songs, one um, from uh, the new songs, you did a Stanford and Son song that's that right. made it on the Todd Glass show. Oh, that's right. That is that awesome. That was interesting. That is so weird. We're, that was on the Chelsea Peretti episode. <clears throat> yes, I remember. Because uh, I was at work. It was my work. first. It was my first job as an animator, and I was listening to Todd Glass. I was listening, like, backwards. I was binging backwards. Yes. So this is like 2013, and I got to 2011, mm-hmm. and it just it showed up like I just started playing yeah. as I was working. And at first, I was just like, "Oh yeah," because I know it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I, I, I like, I like, kind of almost stood up. I was like, "Ah!" And everyone around me was like, "What's going on?" I'm like, my song's on Todd because Todd loves stupid oh, music. Yeah, he loves just idiotic, <laughs> yeah. stupid noises. So, yeah, he does. So you know, I'm not too surprised. That's that's so cool. And what a weird, yeah, just to freak out and hear yourself, hear your own. It was cool. Yeah. Uh, and I sent him a, an email, mm-hmm. and he's very dyslexic. Yeah. So he he didn't seem to quite understand what okay. I was trying to say. He he just like responded with Jeff Jeff. Hmm, I don't really remember. And I was like, I don't think he understood what I was trying to tell him. But what still, were you trying to say? Just like, thank you. This is yep. pretty cool that yeah. something I made came on. Like this is from something a few years ago you yeah. did. I just want to say it's cool as a fan to, yeah. to hear it out of the blue. Yeah. And yeah. he just, yeah. <laughs> and he, you know, he was just, sure. he was nice, yeah. but he didn't, I don't think he read it right. Yeah. I think, um, 
That's fair. One of the, I think the first time I went to Just for Laughs to to watch, I think he was the first show I went to go see. It was at noon on a Friday. Ooh, and I was seeing, seeing the podcast. Yeah. And, oh, was it a was it a taping? Uh, just a live recording of the podcast. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I mean, like, yeah, a taping of the podcast. Not yeah. Zach. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And so we were like. Me and my buddy were like maybe 20, 30 people in line. And then when we get in, no one's in the front row. So I'm like, oh, we, <laughs> this is for us. And so we go sit in the front. And his guest on that episode was Gary Goldman, who I nice. was not familiar with at all. I'd never heard of Gary Goldman. Now I'm a big fan. And at the time, didn't know Gary comes out. And Todd, if anyone doesn't know, likes traveling with a band. On the podcast, he's got a band. And Gary comes out and he starts shaking the hand of the band. And Todd's like, oh. Gary's an old school professional. He shakes the hand of everyone in the band. And then Todd comes right over to me and shakes my hand. And he's like, sure, I shake the hand of the audience. And he shakes my buddy's hand. He's like, what do I have to lose? And then he goes back. And I was like, amazing. so cool. At the end of it, there's no one sitting to my right. So he's like standing on the chair at the end of the podcast, singing his song with all of us. I'm like, <laughs> this is awesome. And I don't like, there was other good shows that just flopped, but that was an amazing Todd experience. Todd puts on a good show. Yeah. And hey, to the odd spot listeners out there, I gotta recommend because I just re-listened uh, to it. Annie Kindler, Andy Kindler mm-hmm. on the Todd Glass show is the, the funniest. I haven't listened to many of his. I go for like Rory Scoville. Rory Scoville, um, what's his name? Oh, I always forget his name, but the other guy's really good. And um, Eddie Pepitone. Eddie Pepitone is yeah. great on Todd Glass show. I'll have to check out more Kindler because I know yeah he's it's a recurring. great. It, Kindler just won't stop. Okay, he just won't turn himself off for for. And like we're saying with long podcasts, his podcasts are like three hours. Yeah. I, I started getting into Andy Frasco because I, I saw on uh, Todd's, it was called Mushrooms with Andy Frasco. And I was like, I don't know who Andy Frasco yeah, is, I don't but, know. Yeah. but uh, I'm going to listen to this episode. And then now I'm into, into that guy's podcast and his, nice. he's a musician who yeah, is just buddies with Todd. And yeah, so that's cool. Yeah, just super cool. Todd Glass, talk. <laughs> cool <laughs> thanks, guy. Thanks for that. Yeah. yeah it's super sweet. His um, last special was pretty, pretty awesome. Act Happy. Act Happy. Oh, yeah. I was really into that. Yeah, how did you uh, how did you get into him and and his stuff? I actually remember um, I I saw a clip on YouTube because I was looking at remember when you can look at people's um, liked videos and like yeah. favorite videos. Yeah. I was looking at um, this guy. He was a internet animator. Okay, uh, Ed Atlin. He did this uh, in like the mid two thousands. He did the show called Space Tree, which was okay. very funny. And then he did some YouTube stuff where he did these 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 he did a thing called egg losers about two igloos. Okay. And so I was just looking through his stuff, and uh, I found found the clip. I think it was uh, him and uh, Rory Scovel, I think, mm-hmm. and yep, they're doing bits. Start, and yeah. I just like this is really fucking funny. And so yeah. I just started listening to it. Yeah, that's that's sweet. I th- I'm pretty sure I first was introduced to him on Doug Benson's show, Getting Doug with High, which is. Yes, that he was on the first episode with Sarah Silverman, and that, he was that, that makes was sense. that's a great episode. Yeah, so like that's Still. where I'm pretty sure where I saw him, and that show is like a perfect show example of like an in- very interesting concept of a show. Great ruined guests. by fucking Doug, the host, because he sucks. Uh, uh, yes, a lot of he shows sucks. get how's like he, how's he famous? <laughs> I, he stinks. <laughs> I don't know. I. I've mentioned, yeah, I'm like, they should replace the host. And this people would be a lot are, people show. are like talking, doing bits, having great times. Like, wait, 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 let's, let's do pot news. Yeah. No, yeah. don't talk no about pot when you're on pot. Yeah, no. It's... I hate weed culture. Oh, for sure. I like... got a pocket of weed right here. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go wear, wear, a a, wear a weed hat and <laughs> yeah. then look up weed facts when I'm high. I'm yeah. going to, I'm going to watch old cartoons, mm-hmm. listen to music. and Yeah. yeah. Check out Cuphead. Love, watch any of that? Love yeah. Cuphead. Yeah. It's so good. I've been playing the, actually the, 
the game here. <laughs> Jared was showing it to me, and then the show came. I'm like, oh, this is so cool, and it's for kids, but like. It's like yeah, any but, good show, like yeah. a, maybe like a Pee Wee Herman type thing, where you're like, "This is for kids." Some yeah, elements, like the Animaniacs thing. Yeah, where, like yeah. you can miss out stuff when you're a kid. Yeah, exactly. I thought the game was great because they got the 1930s style down to a T, mm-hmm. like 100. percent Like very authentic. They, it's extremely not the show looks like modern oh, digital okay. stuff, but it looks good. Mm-hmm. But the show, like they try to make it look like they made it in the 30s if they had video games. And yeah. They, like, for someone who's a big fan of, like, uh, I think they're trying to do everything from the 30s, but mostly they're doing Fleischer. They're doing the people who did Betty Boop. Okay, yeah. And Popeye. Yeah. And, like, it's very Fleischer-esque. Okay. And there's some old Disney stuff, too, but it's really Fleischer. Okay. Yeah, it's oh, interesting, because, like, I see the things that I recognize from classic stuff, but I'm like, oh, this is, yeah, even though I'm not, we're not from that time, we've yeah. watched those cartoons from whatever oh, yeah. Teleton Retro had, or things like or that. Or those, maybe I'm a little older, but those old VHS tapes of mm-hmm. like the public domain ones. Okay. The cover, it's like a cover, it's Sylvester and Tweety, but it's so off model. Oh, okay. To, to avoid copyright. <laughs> Interesting. I don't yeah. think I've seen those. Hmm. Yeah. That's how I got into Popeye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is Popeye good? The old Fleischer black and whites are good. And then... I guess the war hit and he went to the Navy. Okay. And that's yeah. when it got stupid. And okay. then they sold it. The Hanna-Barbera ones from the 60s are hideous. Okay. And they had to change one of the person's characters' names for stupid legal reasons. Hmm. It just, yeah, it got worse. Now it's just a franchise. But yeah. the originals were really fun. Okay. But I'd say, like most cartoons, that gets worse. Yeah. Okay. Uh, when you're working on a cartoon, like you worked on the show Loud House, is that correct? Yeah, a little bit. I worked mostly on uh, the uh, spinoff series. Okay, which, what's that one? Uh, Casa Grandes, which okay. is about his friend and her family. Okay. When you're on a show like that, can you tell that, even if you did like a little bit, or you saw other people working on it, like, can you tell that something's like Emmy, going to be Emmy nominated or, or worthy? Because I think it won some Emmy. Loudhouse did win an Emmy. You can tell what's good. Yeah. Like I worked on a show that was shit. Yeah. Like it was just like a flash so you know, you know where I worked on that, probably. Yeah, I have an idea. <laughs> yeah, so I worked in Flash, and Flash is fine. I think they moved on from Flash. And it was just, you know, it was just too reminiscent, but not enough, the artistic integrity of Spumco, of, like, Ren Stimpy. Because, mm. like, it's full of fart jokes and snot coming out. And it's, yeah. But it's just, you know how, like, 80s and 90s, too, but cartoons, and you can just tell, oh, this was given to a TV writer. And they just wrote a run-of-the-mill script. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Unlike Ren and Stimpy. Un- unlike <laughs> a storyboard-driven cartoon. Okay. Yeah, like Ren and Stimpy and a lot of the stuff from the 90s from Cartoon Network and stuff. <laughs> Ren and Stimpy is a wild show to look back at. Like, I've checked some of that on YouTube now. I was obsessed with it as a kid. Yeah? Like, I'm so unhappy that the creator is Satan himself. Okay, yeah, yeah. Just a piece of shit. But I, I can't deny that. That show warped my mind as a kid. It was like mm-hmm. the number one thing. I did watch The Ripping Friends, which I believe was by the same guy. Is that yep, possible? By yeah. the same guy. Not as good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It was pretty. Ugh. It was weird, but yeah. it just was also just boring weird. I was a kid. I, I You just kind of consume any cartoon. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I was in high school, so I was jaded. But yeah. You, you had a reason to I wanted to like it. it. Yeah. It wasn't the same. That's the same time when he brought back Ren and Stimpy adult party cartoon for Spike TV. Oh, what's that? 
It's for Spike TV, so it's just for adults, and he got all creative control. Mm. And so he just, he tried too hard, mm. and it just didn't work. Okay. And this was also the time when he started um, <laughs> grooming girls. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. let's not, you know, dwell too much on uh, the adult party cartoon era. Mm-hmm. This was also, they're also, they were trying to make a lineup, Spike TV, of adult shows, like an adult okay. swim. So they also had Gary the Rat starring uh, Kelsey Grammer, which sucked. Okay. And do you remember Stripperella? No. It was it was produced by Stan Lee, and it was Pamela Anderson, and she was just a superhero who was also a stripper. Okay. It was terrible. Okay, yeah, Spike I missed TV, that one. <laughs> Spike TV just keeps showing reruns of Next Generation and that and that Asian game show where people get flattened by rocks. Yeah, oh yeah, that's yeah, a good that's one. That's all we want. That's a really good one. I was part of a... Um, a Carlton U study a bunch of years. Somebody had posted like the comedy group on Facebook and I replied because they were asking for someone that was like a fan of Louis C.K. And I was like, yeah, I was a fan. I was on his like mailing list at the time. So I was like, oh, I wanted to like talk about my experience of like having an artist that you like. And then you're like, oh, they they do things that I disagree with some of their actions, even though they have influenced in certain ways and you can't take away those, those things. And the first question this person asked me is, if you like someone's art, do you think you'll like them as a person? And like, you're like, well, you don't think so at all. No, there's no connection no. to that. <laughs> I think I want to, I guess. Like, I, I if I feel like it's part of it's right. Isn't that sure something? you want to? Yeah. But like, <laughs> you just can't. You can't. Like, yeah. Because there's like certain artists I look back on. And I'm like, I wouldn't want to meet this person. I wouldn't mm-hmm. like this person. I wouldn't like Robert Crumb. No. I don't want to meet that creep. No. He'd ride my sister around like a fucking horse. <laughs> Apparently, the whole family had a lot of issues. Oh, yeah. The, I love the documentary. Oh, I haven't seen that. It's great. You should check What's it out. What's that called? Uh, Crumb. The cr- okay, made by Crumb. Terry Zwigoff, a okay. friend of his. Okay. The guy who directed Ghost World. Okay. Yeah. Not, and, uh, and Bad Santa. Okay. Okay, cool. One of his first movies was, yeah, a documentary about him. And yeah, his brothers are probably worse off. His one brother was a... He wouldn't leave his house. He wouldn't leave his mom's house. The other guy, he's just talking about stories about creepy stuff and how he sleeps okay. in ditches and okay takes like walks and just sleeps in a ditch <laughs> yeah okay yeah. yeah i'll definitely be checking that out i'll add that to the oh list. great film yeah good <laughs> great stuff. flick good stuff so i want to get to i only have a couple more things left and we'll, we'll wrap this up sure. but one thing uh we kind of mentioned it earlier but i just want to and I, you've probably seen this but i have a list of some of the things from the king of the hill bible I have some issues. Oh, yeah, we studied this. Yes. Okay, you've studied it. Yeah. Okay, so I want to just throw some of them at you and just hear what you have to say about whether you've done anything like that or what your thoughts are on on this note, on certain notes. So the first one I got is no laughing with head down, eyes closed, any character. Like... Head down. Probably just that standard, like... Because head down, very cartoony, head hmm. down... Shoulders up, yuck, 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 yuck. Yeah. Yeah, because it's not a cartoony show. Mm -hmm. And they also had a thing like no high fives. And there was a picture of Hank and Dale (laughs) high-fiving each other. (laughs) And it was pretty funny. And I think, I know why, because it's just so out of character. Yeah. Yeah. No high fives on any character, even Bobby. And they even have stuff like that animators are doing too much. They had a thing, you know how Hank rubbed the back of his Mm -hmm. neck when he was nervous? They said, no more of that. There's too much of that. Yeah. Yeah. They were just seeing, they were like... (laughs) <laughs> and they're just like he wouldn't do that or they just don't like the idea that oh, I, I think th- I think actually think animators just did it too much because he's always kind of uncomfortable yeah oh I had it written that I wasn't actually written down for later invent original acting is what they had written out yeah 
just don't go to the stock too much. Yeah. And so you're saying when you're like drawing something like you don't act it out, but like something like that could help. And you're, oh, well, what else would I do if I was in like a waiting position or if I was in an uncomfortable? That's true. I guess sometimes I just, you know, I kind of put my body like that just to mm-hmm. get the weight and stuff. But uh, I never act out as much as I should. I actually, just kind of you showing that body language of being closed up. I remember the first time I bombed, you were there. It was uh, at bureaucracy and it was the night my grandfather died. It was like my third or fourth set. Wow. There was like basically no one in the audience and I still just wanted to go up. Like that's what a comedian would do, right? And then I felt after things weren't going well, I felt, I was like, oh my God, I'm I'm guarding myself. When you uh, sense it while you're doing yeah, it. Yeah, I was like, like, that's what, like, that's why I'm closed off like this. And that was an interesting experience mm-hmm. that I didn't want to hang out afterwards and just <laughs> left right away. <laughs> yeah. I feel that sometimes I'm just in the middle of my set and I'm like, like this, I'm like mm-hmm. just holding my arms creepily <laughs> yeah. and just like tightening up and like, cause the audience can sense it. And the, a thing my sister said recently, like I've considered it before, but the, when she said it, I'm like, yeah. Cause like the audience really wants to go along with you, but they can, they can sense when you're nervous and they just feel bad for you. Mm-hmm. And it's just, that's the thing. It's like, don't win them over. Just make sure they don't feel bad for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause then they just get in their own head. They start yeah. thinking about what, how, what you're going through. Cause they want to have a good time. But when they see you having a bad time, they get uncomfortable. They forget to laugh. Like they don't just... want to be the first one to laugh because it's not going well. <laughs> yeah. And then they'll get attention. Like, Oh, you like this? Yeah. <laughs> um, here. I have a couple more. No paw hands. And that's just like a classic thing in like cartoons where like the Simpsons, maybe they do like four fingers on a hand instead of all five. Maybe it's like, paw, oh yeah, paw hands. It's like um, when the fingers looks like a mitten and you just draw the fingers oh, okay. inside. So there's no shape outside the okay. lines. Okay. So like the bumps. Again, I think the that's what it is. Okay. Because some styles kind of have that. I know it's a lot of like uh, amateur styles, like mm. flash cartoon styles have kind of like that paw hand. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Makes sense. Easy. Hands are the hard. That's the hardest thing I had in school. I remember my teacher, like the last thing he wrote before I graduated was like, "Keep practicing those hands. I know you'll get it one day." <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, I was the guy who always had the character always had their arms behind their back or in the pocket because hands are tough. Interesting. And sometimes that's why you do a certain thing. Like in Clerks, that's why they like they claimed that the the back was like locked up because they were filming at night yeah yeah i mean <laughs> that's a pretty clever way to get yeah, around to get around yeah. that yeah and you that was also yeah that's how I, yeah, that's how I did it <laughs> yeah. this guy has in the side drew a lot of armless characters <laughs> on purpose for that yeah. reason yeah interesting hmm. no smoke on dale's cigarette no puffing that might be an executive thing just for the anti-smoking thing it might be a distraction thing or uh maybe they just don't want to pay the effects artist extra because he's constantly smoking yeah He's he's always got a cigarette in his yeah. mouth, so it's just like we get Extra the idea. Work. That yeah, he's you don't. You can cheat so much in animation. There's so much stuff you don't really need. Yeah, to get the point of yeah. it. Yeah. No desert cacti tumbleweed. Wrong for this part of Texas. Research locations don't make up. I gotta say, yeah, and a lot of comments I see on like when I watch King of the Hill clips, people are like, "This is what Texas is like." Mm-hmm. They got it right. Yeah. So yeah, it's not like a big desert with full of cowboys. Yeah. It's pretty normal for sure i was listening to a, a podcast um that was set in, in texas they, they did it from texas from austin texas and one of the guys on the podcast w- once said i don't understand why king of the hill is popular outside of texas like it, it was just so specific yeah that but it's like trailer park boys when when you kind of like focus in on a certain 
subject like that, people are like, oh, this all seems natural or whatever. Because it's not a parody of that place. Mm-hmm. It's a parody of the people maybe a bit. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, I kind of wanted to live in the trailer park. <laughs> it looked like fun, <laughs> yeah. like a nice community of like creeps who <laughs> shot up their guns every once in a while. Yeah. D- do you ever have to do stuff like that when you're doing stuff? Like, would have you ever had to research a, a certain like background of a character? Cause you're, nah, no. Not, well, um, I mean, they make us watch the Leica, which is just the storyboard with sound. Okay. So we know what the show is, but we we get we watch the show, we get the style down because I'm not really drawing. I'm just moving the digital character around. Yeah. Okay. And I don't do backgrounds or anything or okay. props. So, uh, yeah, I just kind of open it up and. Okay. Figure out how to move them around. Okay. And like depending on the character. If it's an old person, they're going to move like an old person. Hopefully, unless yeah. they're young. They're unless spry. it's really cartoony, that yeah. doesn't matter. Okay. Do not use color cards for backgrounds. Always show clouds, bricks, or textures. So no just blue skies. Yeah. Like color cards. Talk about Red and Stimpy. Mm, Sometimes the background is just this weird painting where it's yeah. just red and like circles. Yeah, okay. So yeah. nothing like that. It has to like, yeah, show the clouds and trees so it looks like you're actually somewhere. Again, just to what you're saying, just realistic. Realistic, yeah. yeah it's mm-hmm. the probably the most realistic animated show, I would say. Probably. That is so interesting that like, I just, <laughs> there's just so many just, yeah, it doesn't matter how many silly jokes like that. They're going for that style. And it's like, I don't know you. That's my purse. Yeah, that, <laughs> and that would work less cartoony, I think. For what? That show, I think, because it just works perfect the way it is, because it's just... Well, the first season, they were lumpy as fuck. They look like Beavis and Butthead characters. Yeah. Lines are boiling, and it's sloppier, but... What's they got boiling? It. Boiling is when you are animating. I got this a lot when in school. When you're animating, and, you know, uh, you're animating, and all I'm moving is my mouth and my arm, and I'm being animated, let's say I'm a character. Mm-hmm. I got to redraw the whole character. Yeah. And so these lines are move. It, lo- it looks like squiggle vision. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The okay. lines are just moving, boiling. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. That's yeah. If I was going to be drawing, that's that's yeah. what would be happening. But I guess for anybody when you're starting, yeah, yeah part of it. Yeah. It was a terrible experience. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun, but it was really hard. And then this is again just another note to the realism. Animals re- or animate animals realistically, never acting humanly, and that's just sticking to it yeah just don't get on your hind legs and start smoking a cigarette don't be talking to brian from family guy to, like, yeah man that novelty wore off quick <laughs> oh the dog talks yeah oh, i wish he would stop talking <laughs> telling these jokes yeah i remember the good old days of family guy and then actually what, what's the last time you saw the simpsons a new episode yeah. yeah what's the most like recent thing that you were like oh i want to see like new simpsons is it like a treehouse of horror? Not that long ago. Really? It's a 30-something season. They're only in like season 34. So, oh, cool. <laughs> Yeah. Well, my sister has uh, cable, which mm. is fun to go back to and just watch cable. It's yeah. like, oh, this is nice. <laughs> yeah. And so it was, I think it was the one where they went to New Orleans. Okay. And Homer's taking a tour of all the food. Okay. And it's just, the style is just too clean now. Hmm. It's clean to the point of boring. Because Simpsons was never great animation. But I always thought it was a well-shot show, and they had moments of cool animation. Okay. But now it's just it's just so digital. It's and, too big. And also, we know The Simpsons, so it's been 30 years. I don't want to look at these things anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I most recent one I watched was the Pete Holmes episodes that he wrote. Right, which yeah. Which was super cool. My sister's got to, like, a big fan. She, she doesn't like The Simpsons at all. Okay. Like, at all. Yeah. I was surprised when she told me. She's like, I just, Homer's mean. And I'm like, yeah, he is, yeah. I guess. <laughs> 
she likes wholesome stuff, but she loves Pete Holmes, and mm. she wants to check out that one. Okay. Because he wrote it. It's about religion. Yeah, it's super cool because he comes to town as the new hip young guy, and Reverend Lovejoy is not into the fact <laughs> that the whole town loves a new guy and loves this new take on religion. And it's just super cool that he got to, like, use all the town in his own way and... Do you think, have you ever written like a spec script for any kind of cartoon that you uh, Yeah, me and on? a friend wrote some scripts and we were going to, we made a pitch, a whole pitch package. Mm. We never really successfully pitched it, but it was fun. We wrote like four scripts and some, and some other like small stuff and drew out some backgrounds and characters. Nice. Of, of Do you want to know what it's about? Of, of, of the Simpsons or? No, okay. of a, not a spec script. We oh. wrote our own like oh, oh, show your own, and yeah. characters. For sure. I thought it was of something else. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this was years ago. It's called Timeshare. Okay. And it was four of the founding fathers of America. So it was Washington, John Hancock, Benjamin Franklin, and Thomas Jefferson. Okay. They all got sucked into a time vortex and shot into an apartment in modern day. And then they rented the apartment and it was like a sitcom. (laughs) And each week some historical figure would come out of the vortex and and mess with them. It would be like a theme every week. And so we wrote us through scripts. That's Wrote fun. one where I think President Taft got stuck in the vortex and they had to take care of him. You really like the presidents of the United States. I love making fun of important figures. Okay. People who say you can't make fun of this person is mm-hmm. important to me. It's like, if you're a historical figure, <laughs> it's free range. Yeah. It's just fun. Because it's like, it's a reference everyone knows and it really happened, but it also feels like a pop culture. Mm-hmm, just yeah. knowing stuff about it's just fun to make fun of historical figures that's sweet for some reason that just reminded me when you i, I just pictured like uh i haven't I watched the first episode but i don't know too much about it, is mike tyson mysteries where like it's him uh bird and a ghost yeah it was like the that's his and crew. like a teen girl okay yeah, yeah it's kind of yeah. like scooby-doo-ish <laughs> and like i guess because he keeps pigeons like, yeah, yeah so yeah and norm mcdonald plays the pigeon <laughs> yeah I never really got into it. I thought it was a fun concept, but I, I'm not a Mike Tyson guy. Yeah, I yeah, don't no. need the yeah. Very weird choice of a cartoon main character and concept yeah. as a whole. <laughs> Have you ever had any like tough Bibles like that uh, for for when you're animating? That like, you had rules. You're like, why is this a rule? Or like, there's times where I've fucked up by not watching the Leica, and I've okay. gotten like chewed out because mm. it was like I I animated this person in a car, and it's like Jeff. That's supposed to be converted into a boat, and that's a river. And I'm like, "Wow, well, I'm stupid." Huh? Wait, it's my you fault. You just... It's just, it was just, it was a car, but it can also be a boat. Okay. It's like a, it's the, sh- the episode was like they were having a race. Okay, okay. And I'm like, Jeff, that's a river. It's a chocolate river. I'm like, oh, I just thought it was a muddy <laughs> road. I really should <laughs> do my research because I just jump into the scene. I really okay. shouldn't. Okay. I should do some research before. So I think what we learned tonight is I'm not good at my job, and that's why I don't have one right now. <laughs> yeah. It's like in school when you would just like skip to the chapters you have to read and oh, yeah. then you don't know the beginning or after. <laughs> when I see what we're studying, I find the words in the book, read a paragraph, <laughs> take a note. Yeah. Have you ever listened to Harmontown? I don't like Dan Harmon. Okay. I, I don't I think he's very egotistical. Okay. And I don't like people like that. Okay. I was just curious because uh, I'm sorry. do you know Jeff Davis? I like from, Jeff Davis. Oh, okay. I, like love, Jeff Davis. I love I uh, love Who's Lands It Anyway. Yeah, okay, okay. And that's Jeff Davis is Jeff a funny Davis. guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which is not something you say all the time, maybe? I don't say Jeff Davis is a funny guy. Yeah. No, that'd be <laughs> very egotistical. <laughs> I'd be like a Dan Harmon. Yeah, yeah. What do you think about Rick and Morty, though? Like, do you Would you watch the show just that he's involved in? Just didn't do it for in? me. No, you don't. You're not, uh, just didn't do that. for me, yeah. Okay. I don't know. I'm more of a Venture Brothers guy. 
I didn't. I haven't gotten into that yet. I think Oof, I tried the first it's episode. Quite, it's quite a thing. Okay. Me, talk to me or David Haddad. We will. That's where I've heard from yeah. Haddad. So I'll, I'll have to get. It into really it. like it's annoying. People say this, but it it doesn't become the show until like season three. <laughs> okay, no, but I, I know shows like that. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Okay. Okay. Good to know. Because it's it becomes so self-referential. It's like they mention a character's name in season two, and then it's a main character in season four. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Or see someone in the background once, and then it becomes a main character a little later. Okay. Cool. Well, yeah, I like stuff like that. Um, okay. So we just have a couple more things. One thing I like to do with comics is, uh, can you tell me one of your set lists? Would you mind reading out like one of like the the list that you have? Sure. I can read you the one I have now. Perfect. This is my ten minutes, I guess. I don't have it out on a list quite, but I can. Just a couple. I just always get interested in how you uh, title some of your things. Right now, I have a convoy intro, which I've got to get rid of because it's time to get rid of that. You had it for a good three weeks. Yeah. Honestly, it's not that bad. It's more of a fat joke worked around it. Most of these are going to be fat jokes. Okay. Gets into that talk, and then it's about my parents and how I had a horrible diet as a kid. Mm Mm-hmm. And how we went out for Chinese buffet. I talk about buffets. But do, what do you have written down though on your thing? It's not a list. It's, oh it's, my god! It's just yeah. all written out. I don't have a. I don't have like word like, but bullet points yeah. right now. Okay. I usually do, but it would probably just say fat as a kid. Okay. Then buffets. Then um, pedophile. I have a thing about pedophiles. Mm-hmm. About uh, yeah. And um, I'm working on new stuff. But that's what I got going. Okay, now. a lot of Great fat titles. jokes. <laughs> okay, okay, cool. Uh, and the la- the way that I end the show is I have a list of five different ways that we can end. I'm not gonna tell you what they mean. I'm just gonna show you the list, and if you could pick one of those, that'll just be how we end this one out. I like pop culture quiz hotshot. Okay, perfect. So for this one, I have a list of ten comedy albums. And I'm going to send you a list of 10 comedians. And if you could uh, look at this list on your phone, and I'll tell you the name of one of the com- the albums and guess which of these people did, okay. did the album based I off the title. I think I can do this. Um, here, I'm messaging you. I'm more of a TV guy. Yeah. <laughs> Some of these I also was not as familiar. Like Usually we're watching like specials, right? These are actually albums. So they might... I don't think they're from... I don't, I don't know if there was a special. For I'll get a couple of these. Okay. Okay. So first one... Skanks for the Memories. David Tell. Immediate. Okay, of course. Nice. Yes, yes. Unwanted Thought Syndrome. That sounds like Dimitri Martin. Nope. <sighs> Does sound like him. Jeff Foxworthy? Ooh, interesting. No. Maria Van... Maria Van... Frank. There you go. Of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. God. Bigger and Blackerer. David Cross. Oh, you, do you know that one, or you just know his style? I know David Cross. Oh. I was a huge Mr. Show fan. Oh, I haven't watched too much of that. I listen, I'm a big uh, comedy bang bang fan, so I me hear too. From, from Scott talking about it. But yeah, I'm huge. Yeah. If, you, if you could send me maybe some of your favorite sketches at some point, I'd like to. Oh, see definitely. Yeah, some I, of those. they're already in my head. Oh, okay, like what? Like what are just um, monster parties? Factor Fiction. Okay. Okay. Cool. I'll just tell you that. Okay. I'll send great. that to you. That's great. my favorite. Okay. The next one. Do you believe in Gosh? Dimitri Martin? Nope. Sarah Silverman? Nope. Not Hannibal Burris. Nope. Holy shit, I suck at this. <laughs> Do you believe in gosh? Who the fuck? Do you believe in gosh? Who is it? Mitch Hedberg. Really? Yeah, yeah, apparently. 
I know that's one of his. Oh, I remember that's his joke now. Okay. There you go. Damn. Uh, these are jokes. That sounds like Dimitri Martin. There you go. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, animal furnace. <laughs> I'm gonna say. Animal Burris? Animal Burris did Animal Furnace because it it sounds oh, very similar to his name. I guess it does. Very clever, Hannibal. <laughs> yeah. You got it. I mean, close enough that you, yeah. you got with the ones. Uh, throbbing Python of Love. Because there's a couple people and I'm like, it can't be them because I know all their albums. So that can't be Jeff Foxworthy. He wouldn't call it that. I know it's not Neil Hamburgers. I know all his albums. That's not Neil Hamburger, is it? Well, I thought you knew all his albums. Yeah, so I I do apparently because yeah. that's not one of them. <laughs> yeah. Was it Jeff Foxworthy? Nope. Sarah Silverman? Nope. There's only one left. Robin option. Williams. There you go. Yeah, that's oh, Robin. <laughs> Robin. Have your loved ones spayed or neutered? Sarah Silverman? Nope. God, I really just because half these people I'm a huge fan of and half I just I never really checked them out not so. all these are like their best they were just interesting titles Fair to me that, that I found so. Maria Bamford you've already done her so oh it, I thought it, it I thought we're doing again. doubles no no okay then Jeff Foxworth there you go yeah like, we're down to like two left and all right. so uh, Jesus is magic Sarah and you know it's not Neil Hamburger because the one I have for him is Left for Dead in Malaysia <laughs> I only even heard that one though okay I have uh, on vinyl Hot Summer Nights, the one where he's opening for uh, Tenacious D. That's cool. Yeah, That's I've listened to a one. couple of them, and those are very interesting albums to listen to. He is. Oh, said, yeah. I saw him at Yuck Yucks, and that was so cool. I couldn't invite any of my friends because I didn't know how he's to. Great live. I saw him uh, House of Targ years ago. Really? Oh, cool. Never laughed harder at a comedy show. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. That's sweet. Cool. Well, yeah, Jeff, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks. I'm a little upset. I'm not good at trivia. Pop oh, culture a, trivia. All right. Next time, ask me about 90s sitcoms. Okay, I'll put that on the next one, and you'll have to pick the same one. All right, thanks for coming on. See you later. Thank you. Okay, bye.